0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Hello, Kitty. This is your Dooley, the Cryptkeeper, and you're listening to Slasher.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio with the host Mikey Bones, Kat Valore, and Rob Humphrey. What's happening, guys? we
0: back. We're back. We are all thrown off, too, because it's goddamn middle of the afternoon. This show's going to suck. Just letting everybody know what <laughs> i <laughs> Humphrey,
1: Thanks for listening to Slasher Radio.
0: What?
2: Kick him in the dick. <laughs> what the hell, man? You're going to tell me when we're not... we just... St- How many
0: people turn this off just now?
1: How many people listen to Rob, though? To the smart fair? ones
0: turned it off. They know when we do have to change our schedule and do it in the afternoon, it's all, it's all a mess. I'm all thrown off. It's not... This is not when I do this.
1: God damn we are thrown off, but I want you guys to know that I did start drinking really early on Sunday for you, so...
0: Good oh, for
2: you. Hell of a deal uh, Alright yeah that, You know people don't know when we change our recording time Until you tell them You know that right
0: Well I gotta let them
2: know why it sucks Cause they're gonna get halfway <laughs> through this episode be like why does this suck so bad What is why? the
1: energy today
2: God damn it It's not gonna suck Although It's gonna be terrible
0: It's gonna be one of the worst ones we've ever done <laughs> Please subscribe and check out our Patreon everybody Yeah you can pay us for stuff That's terrible this week too <laughs>
2: Well, we just finished up Greg's top two hundred favorite mm-hmm. horror well, not top favorite
0: two hundred mm-hmm. favorite horror movies of all time. So to be fair, that was gonna suck no matter what.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not awful. That sucked, yeah. but it wasn't it had nothing to do with us. That was gonna suck. this is not what I we liked it. Did it
1: was a wild ride. There was no way we could have predicted it. Fantastic. Ten out of ten. <laughs>
2: Rob, God damn it! I wish we still did hardcore. We should, I feel like Kat should be brought up for charges for encouraging Greg the way she does sometimes.
0: Nah, I, I think it's alright. I mean, it is content. kind of fun to get Greg riled up and, and have him do stuff. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's good content and I got to expand my list of zombie movies as a result of this list, so I'm not yeah, mad. Kat's
0: the only one of us that learned something from Greg's list. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I did <imagine>. learn something. <laughs>
0: I've learned a lot of
2: movies not to watch. I'm crying out loud. Yeah.
0: The only thing I learned was stay away from Greg. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, we're back. We have, uh, we have some horror news to get to. Apparently, we're going to do drink roll call. We did change the recording time, so I'm not drinking anything right now. But uh, apparently, Cat is. I so, have. yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, we have our Christmas movie this week. If you guys listened last week, uh, next week will be a Patreon Christmas movie. So last year we did like an us versus them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, with the Christmas movie to see which one's better, we got annihilated.
0: What, yeah. we picked, what did we pick last year? You picked Lake Alice. <laughs> I did not pick Lake Alice. You picked Lake Alice. I cannot imagine a world in which I picked. I would never seen Lake Alice until then. Yeah, I don't know how you managed it. So I can't imagine a, a world in which I picked it. Um, although now that you say that, I do seem to remember going through a list of Christmas horror movies.
1: It was one of those like wild situations where we all kind of like where you sent a list of movies and we kind of argued back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then like Alice was what was uh,
0: I could okay. I could see that. I could see that being the case. What did the patrons pick last year though? I don't remember. Inside, Inside. Oh well, maybe we did win.
1: We did not. Inside's a good movie. The patrons nailed it last year.
0: You got that fucking CGI baby.
1: I don't know why you. I th- didn't. He like that cat. The CGI baby. He liked inside. Inside is slasher radio approved.
0: I did like it. I like to pick on it because it it annoys Cat.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: Like I don't understand how the fuck we got here with him bitching about inside like that.
1: He just likes winding me up.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I got to entertain myself somehow when we're doing this show. All right.
1: (laughs) He knows I've given up. He knows I don't get mad about the Mark Hamill thing anymore. So he's got to pick on inside. Mikey
0: still does though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He still has (laughs) legs with that. Some bitch. Yeah, he does. Rob, the only one, actually, I'm looking at the, the Portnoy spreadsheet that Rob does have access to. I know (laughs) inside has a 7.4 from one Rob Humphrey. You were the only one to not give it an (laughs) approval uh, rating.
0: No. Mm-hmm.
2: Of seven point five. I stand by it. it was fucked up. Cat, you this was a movie that you came across. Yeah. The Apology, Apology. And um we don't know what the patrons are gonna throw at us next week. So uh, hopefully we, st- it stands up and we can maybe make come I'd like, a comeback. Like a tragedy would be if it just becomes a thing where <laughs> we just always fucking lose the goddamn Christmas pick. Like we just well, can't do it.
0: You know, if we were really serious about winning this thing, maybe we would pick movies we've seen before.
1: <laughs> I've seen this before.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you said you hadn't seen it. No, I've seen it. Oh, and you still picked
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I did. And we're going to talk about why I picked it. I I have a strategy.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Okay. She's got a strategy, Rob. I don't think your strategy is going to pay off, but we'll get there.
1: Well, <laughs> I've been strategizing since last year. Um
2: Okay. Is is Cat does she have a poll in the fucking Patreon thing where like is she going to not let the patrons pick a good movie?
1: I I have a plan. It will be explained shortly
0: right i'm just saying that they could pick that fucking killer christmas tree movie and win so i don't i might or might not be
1: trying to incentivize them to pick the killer christmas tree <laughs> movie here's the thing is that like uh, I, I know i thought up. i was gonna wait but
0: <laughs> yeah but then i kept talking <laughs>
1: Yeah, but then you kept talking but here's the thing is that we've watched all the best christmas movies uh we watched black christmas we watched Anna and the apocalypse we watched inside those are like the best Christmas horror movies. We're not going to do better than those where we're getting down to like the, you know, mid movies. I chose one that really stands out. Uh, It's very different. I still think it's good. Rob apparently did not agree, Uh, but it's like, but it's not one of the, you know, other than like, deadly games and maybe better watch out like what what are we going to do what are they going to pick that's better than this that isn't just like an average run-of-the-mill horror movie so now they're going to have to pick something really wild in comparison to this or it's just going to get lost in the fray and we're going to win by default uh and something really wild could be a killer christmas tree <laughs> movie we don't know
0: <laughs> but here's the thing uh, two, two two things to that first of all they're gonna pick Santa Slay, starring WWE superstar Bill Goldberg, <laughs> and run away not. with this thing.
1: They better okay, not. this is better than that. First of all,
0: <laughs> 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 and secondly, we don't want them to pick the Killer Christmas Tree movie in December. That's not the that's, that's not the too. right time. We've talked about this. The Killer Christmas Tree has to pop up at us in July or something.
2: I don't like that, but I mean. Like it, it, a part of like I'm I'm a human being, I have to admit it would be funny. But you know, I I don't want that. Uh yeah, the, our our Patreon is amazing. m- We're going on the, the, for everyone, anyone who's new, please check out our Patreon. Yeah, Patreon Patreon.com forward slash slash radio. I've been taunted by Nesto, King of the Sexy Time mailbag, <laughs> uh, with a killer Christmas tree movie. He flat out threatened me with it, let's be honest. And uh he's just been haunting me with haunting and haunting on Twitter and on Patreon and everywhere else. So I, a part of me. Yeah. If we, if that came up in July, which I think Nesto took a shot once.
0: He did take a missed, shot in like, like April or something. I think at
2: one yeah, point. like yeah. June or so, something like that. And it was like, oh shit. So I don't know. We'll see what Here's the thing. patrons do to us.
1: It would be funnier. I'll admit it will be funnier if we get it. Not at Christmas. It is. I'm going to watch it this Christmas anyway. I'm not going to put it off for another year, and if I'm going to watch it anyway, we might as well do an episode on it. I'd be happy if they voted it in.
2: I have a feeling they will we don't know we don't know we don't they know. might it would be I it's hard have... for them not to
1: this is a chance for it to win i've <laughs> I'm just saying,
2: yeah,
0: I guess
1: if the <sighs> Christmas tree movie is good, I can't imagine it would be a bad movie.
0: I'm still stuck on Mikey saying, if you're new here here's what's happening as if like, I'm, I'm trying to picture that person who's listening to slasher radio for the first time. And they're like, I'll give this a shot. <laughs> and they have to hear me talk about how much the show's going to suck. And then we, <laughs> we go into the backstage the behind the scenes rationale behind the movies for 10 minutes. I'm guessing nobody that doesn't regularly this listen. This is the best
1: time to come in.
0: He's <laughs> still listening.
1: I agree with Rob. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah.
0: I told you the show was going to suck. I said it at the top.
2: All right, so we got some news. Uh, I guess we can get into drink roll call. And then we got uh, the apology that we're going to discuss. What
0: are you guys drinking? Uh, I have cheer
2: wine. Okay. Uh, I'm drinking iced tea, not Long Island iced tea, just a regular iced tea.
1: I did not get a picture of this when it was all pretty, um, but I've invented a new drink. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, I'm having the Santa Jaws. It is going to be my new Christmas season drink
2: why cat why
1: i don't know it sounded fun
2: (laughs) i don't know it sounded fun hell of a deal
1: it's a lot like the uh shark drink that i had made from um the oh god i don't the aussie jossie that i was drinking earlier this year but with a cranberry twist for the holidays in a christmas mug because i didn't have a fancy glass
2: (laughs) i do like cranberry juice okay i'm i'm in for that one that that one's nice
0: I was listening to a podcast and they called the uh, the cranberry the sluttiest of all the berries. Wow, that's just
1: a fact. Yeah, because you, when you go to the store,
0: <laughs> there's like cran grape, cran apple, like a cranberry. Just fuck anything. <laughs> I would give them credit, but I don't remember what show it was. That's pretty funny. All right,
2: so yeah, I, it, again, a little thrown off. So drink roll call is usually a lot more fun. Cat was the only one being festive. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to get into some news yes okay
0: it's time to hump
2: the
1: news with Rob Humphrey.
2: he's not a genius there's not a ton good amount of it is uh There's actually some gaming news, but The Walking Dead betrayal is going to be delisted as of tomorrow, which recording this will be the 11th, so... Uh, apparently this game came out three months ago on early access and they're already refunding everybody who bought it and shutting down their servers and everything else
1: (laughs) I'm so glad that that's the case because you said Walking Dead Betrayal like I was supposed to know what it was and I was like I've I've never heard of of this in my life
0: this is the ultimate like company just be like sorry guys we're sorry (laughs) here we're sorry
1: we tried we're done
2: yeah, apparently there's a a Walking Dead game I did hear about uh very loosely, but apparently there was a game that came out recently and it's called Destinies and it's a Walking Dead game and it flopped hard and on that note they pretty much said never mind. Uh I am a little upset because the company that made Walking Dead Betrayal is Other Ocean and they had a game called project winter that was kind of fun it was like a snowman survival not snowman like a uh you're stuck in a in a blizzard and you got to survive it was very very interesting and it was kind of like among us where you don't know who to trust among you and it was interesting i played it a handful of times it was pretty fun uh but i lost interest very quickly it's just a shame to see like this company that game was very popular and then it fell off and it's kind of like i don't know why they would have hitched their tail to a walking dead wagon at this point but uh i think it just goes to show walking dead not a strong enough title to just carry something anymore yeah yeah and it was for a while they had a lot of those choose your adventure choose your make your choice games and
1: and those were actually that was that was some good walking dead game that first one. Some of them,
0: yeah. All of that came out before they had a spin-off series where a guy floated across the Atlantic Ocean on an <laughs> upside down lifeboat. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma Bones is still,
2: I don't I believe, has not seen uh Daryl or whatever that, that spin-off show was. I still don't think she's watched it.
0: Keep it keep her from watching it if you can. She'll be sorely disappointed.
2: Keep her from what what am I supposed to do? Lock her I don't somewhere. Know. <laughs> trying to get me to do to my grandmother man um yeah so that uh, that sucks uh, next thing up is a VR mode is now available for Resident Evil 4 on yeah, Playstation VR 2 I don't care
0: I don't either I don't do VR stuff because I wear glasses and they've yet to make a headset that's comfortable to wear with glasses so they've yet to make a headset that's comfortable to
2: wear period I think <laughs> yeah yeah, like, I'm not a big fan of VR. They give me a headache, so I kind of just stay away from it. But I will say, ha, like, v- if someone is into VR and the Resident Evil games, dude, that's kinda, that's got to be fun, though. So, yeah, that's kind of cool that they're doing that. Rob, imagine Dead by Daylight in VR.
1: You could be Nick Cage.
2: I wonder if I would rule
0: as hard in that as I do in normal.
2: Oh, my God. Imagine what he would do to Nick Cage if he could, like, be, like virtually <laughs> be Nick Cage. All right. Uh, Oh, this next. Okay, see this. I'm excited about. Uh, I just sent you guys the link. I don't know if you want to check out the trailer. This thing looks fucking phenomenal. It's a single player survival game, so it's up you guys' alley, and it's by Saber Interactive. We've had them on as a guest on the show. They did the Evil Dead game, which is um, being shut down soon, Uh, but they're making a Jurassic Park game, and this thing looks fucking great are you guys gonna give it a try
1: I'm a little bit mad at Saber Interactive I'm not gonna lie Why? because all I wanted was a single player Evil Dead game and they had Evil Dead they fucked it up and then they were like let's do single player dinosaurs and it's like that's not what I asked for Necronomicon single player come on you're driving me crazy yeah
0: that Evil Dead game
1: would have been better single player
0: (laughs) That Jurassic Park game looks cool as hell, though. I just watched a bit of the trailer I'm
1: probably going to play the Jurassic Park game, but I'm irritated that this isn't Evil Dead. This is not what I asked for.
0: (laughs) I'm irritated it's not a co op, at least. No, stop it, Mikey. Nobody (laughs) wants to. You've got plenty of games you can play with your friends. But you
1: guys got to admit
0: that. The only one you guys ever play is Dead by Daylight. So what difference does it make, whether they make a new one or not, that you're not going to play? If they made a new one, I
2: would play it, is the thing. (laughs) They did make new ones and you didn't play them. I played them. They weren't great. I tried them, you know, like it's, it's. Look, I've talked about my frustrations with Dead by Daylight before. And, you know, it's just whether anybody likes it or not, it is the top horror game out, period. Like, it just, it just is. Like, and, and I've tried to argue it before. And honestly, it's it's a really hard argument to win. As far as their like the popu- the population of the game the, with the activity of it and all that shit, updates, new content, or, like it's just it's just what it is. And it functions better than any other horror game out. Like it just does. Like, you know, you could play Texas Chainsaw, it has its bugs. Evil Dead had its bugs. Friday the 13th has always had its bugs.
0: It's just factual the way it is. They do need to fix that bug in Dead by Daylight where the stairs disappear when you go into the basement, though. <laughs> that does not happen at all. It happened to me multiple times. He joined Ali's
2: Discord uh, one day at some point recently. Cat, Someone gave him shit for the stairs in the basement. <laughs> it was funny. Out of nowhere. <laughs> they just gave it to him. Uh, yeah, no. I And look. I, you guys can't say this, at least like a, a good compromise for a story mode game. Make it co-op. Like, I don't know. It, I just can't sit there and play a game alone. I just can't do it.
0: My attention span like doesn't a allow. <laughs> yeah, sounds to me like you're not going to be playing the new Jurassic Park game then, and I'll be having fun. Oh, I will. But, I, but that's not...
2: A lot of people feel that way. I mean, it's just, you know, that's... Like, these games don't perform well like when you're looking at sales and activity like it spikes for the first few months and then you know they're mostly forgotten about and you know that that's what i don't like because it's like so much work goes like the quarry it was disappointing but i i don't think this will be i think it'll be great maybe saber should stick to single player games i don't know but i mean jurassic park that'd be fucking awesome and i can't wait to play
0: Plus, what kind of game are they going to make? What, are they going to have you running around and somebody's going to be a dinosaur chase? That's dumb. Nobody wants to do that. Mike wants to I, do that. <laughs> I would do that. Shit. A lot, listen
2: to this, Rob. A lot of people are saying they want a Jurassic Park chapter okay. in Dead by Daylight.
1: Wait, 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 wait. I have figured out... I, Saber Interactive, get in contact with me. I have figured out the game. I figured out how to do it. It's a single-player park builder And then that map, you can send to your friends to play on co-op. Rob and I can design horribly built parks that dinosaurs can escape, and then you guys have to survive them. It can be co-op survival online. I never have to interact with anyone, though. Like, I just build a fucking park and call it a day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun. Something, man. You would never survive my park, Mikey. (laughs) I believe you.
1: Rob wouldn't survive his park. The dinosaurs would get out kill
2: him probably i hope so actually <laughs> that'd be great all right so the next uh bit of gaming news that we have in the last of it for the week uh behavior announced its partnership the game with supermassive that matthew cote talked about uh, well he talked about it the last time but it was really detailed uh the time we had him on the show before that and it is called the casting of frank stone uh, it's set in the Dead by Daylight universe. It is a single player story game. I, and, uh, you know, just a short trailer for it came out recently. That you didn't really get to see too much. I mean, all you can really say is it looks great. We don't know right. much about it, but it looks phenomenal.
0: But I love super massive games, so mm-hmm. I'll probably check it out.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to check it out, too. Matthew Cote did say uh, last time we spoke with him where this game or maybe he was talking about the other one they have so much going on at behavior but you know they have different outlets to kind of test some things so you know again we'll see what happens with it and i mean when it comes out it's going to be a fucking hit
1: absolutely
0: no
2: uh hmm okay
0: no, i was just reading this article a little bit Well, yeah go ahead and take your time read on the that's fine (laughs) no because this show's not gonna suck at all we are top of top of our form here top of our game guys editing is a powerful tool all right Godzilla minus one
2: is now the all time highest grossing live action Japanese film in US history little confusing that is
1: a lot of qualifiers but good for it it is
0: is. I, I, I didn't see it um but I've heard a lot of people talking about it like more than normal for a mm-hmm. Japanese Godzilla movie. Um, so I might check it out like when it's streaming or something.
2: Yeah, I want to check it out as well. Apparently it made $17 million. Not bad. Mm-hmm.
1: I will say I feel really bad because I was really excited for it. Um, but we're reaching that weather in Ohio where it's really hard to get me to go out of the house. Like it's cold. I don't want to mm-hmm. be outside. Uh, going to the movie theaters is something that I might not do again <laughs> until like May, so I, it was a tough sell. But but like Rob, like when it comes to streaming, I am very excited for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I understand where you're coming from, Cat. I've I've lived here uh, for a little over a year now, and I've gotten soft already. I went out, uh, I went outside the <laughs> other day, and I was like, Oh my God, I need I need a hoodie. It's freezing out here, and I had to run back in to get a sweatshirt. And I looked, and it was 55.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at.
0: Um. Hey, you motherfuckers down south, man. You guys do that
2: shit, dude. And it's so fucking annoying. I know. When i first told
1: you I was
0: making fun of people for doing that. Now it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right.
2: Next thing I wanted to talk about was oh, boy. Jennifer Love Hewitt says that she would, quote, 100% return for an I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel.
0: So, the headline really is Jennifer Love Hewitt needs work. Yep, yep, yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: That's how I heard that. Yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody didn't jump on that. You know, you'll make money if you make that movie. Will they, though?
2: Did they make money yes. with the TV series?
0: No, but it didn't have Jennifer Love Hewitt. I don't know how much that's money they fair. made, it was a streaming thing. Also, I'm just saying, if they bring that movie back, if they bring that franchise back with Jennifer Love Hewitt. And, I mean, what's Sarah Michelle Gellar doing these days? You know, Frank Fris mm. Jr., what's he up to? Yeah. I mean, I feel like they could get most of that cast to come back pretty easily.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's very fair. That's very fair.
0: And I would say that Sarah Michelle Gellar died in the one movie, so she wouldn't. it wouldn't make sense for her to come back, but she can just be a force ghost or something now. So. <clears throat> it's pretty funny.
1: He's not wrong.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stranger Things 5. It's going to start filming in January 2024, coming up soon. All right. Apparently, Rob, you heard it was going to take place around Christmas as well.
0: That was uh, one of the rumors that I saw. was is, It was going to be set at Christmas, which is hilarious because that's been the running joke on this show, that everything's going to be set at Christmas. Right. And uh, it seems to be holding true. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I, again, I still need to catch up. On Stranger Things I haven't seen I think i seen like two episodes of it and that was it I really need to get back on it um, I mean it, it's just TV series like it, it's I don't want to get in this late like it's it's just hard to sit and look at everything you have to watch mm-hmm. and sit down and do it like it's a little intimidating I don't want to sit and do it
0: <laughs> and especially with the new season of the newest season of Stranger Things when every episode is as long as a movie yeah. It's true too. It was much it was a lot. I made it through finally and I did actually enjoy it. But man, did it it was it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have for news. Do I have to hit my damn button. Uh-oh. I've got no Wait, hold on no, I've got Rob one has- thing oh, I right. wanted to talk about. Right, and I, right, okay. This is me
1: reminding you even though you already remembered I have fulfilled my obligation.
0: Good job. That's fine. <laughs> um so it seems like I'm guessing this is going to be a yearly thing now because it feels like they've done it the last few years. Um, that right around October we get a a scientific study released to find out what the scariest horror movie is okay oh yeah they did it again this year and I didn't see it until last month and then kept forgetting to bring it up on the show but um, here is the new list of the um, scientifically proven scariest movies of all time are you ready I'm ready number 10 is talk to me 10 all right
2: Wait, is this ever? This is ever? Yes. Okay. This is
0: ever. Okay. Uh, number nine is Hell House LLC. Mm.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs>
0: um, Number eight is The Exorcism of Emily Rose.
1: <laughs> okay. I can't argue with science, so.
0: Right, right. Uh, number okay. seven is Smile. Oh, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I remember watching Smile in the theaters and laughing my ass off. Yeah. Uh, Number six, Hereditary. Number five is The Conjuring. I think
2: it's just going to make me mad all the way around, okay? (laughs) Uh,
0: Number four is Insidious.
2: Wasn't that... No, that was Sinister. That was the last. Yeah, I don't fucking understand that shit. Yeah.
0: Uh, Number three is... Skinamarink.
1: I told you. I knew it was going to be on here somewhere.
0: I don't know how we've arrived here. You did call that cat, yeah. <laughs> uh, number two is host, and number one, the scariest movie of all time, according to science, is Sinister. Still, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I feel like last year it was something else. I don't. I feel like it wasn't Sinister last year, uh, uh... but I don't remember what it was.
2: Uh, wasn't it cat cat wasn't it dash cam? It was dash cam, I thought. Oh that's it was right. dash
0: cam. And dash cam is not even in the top ten now. I'm pissed me so
1: I, I mean it's bad. some improvement.
0: <laughs> it is.
2: dash cam was
1: awful.
2: Ugh. I it's rare you come across a movie that fucking bad. Like I'm r i am I was really pissed about it. Don't they like hook people up to monitors and shit? Yeah, to... it's like
0: they monitor people's heart rates and stuff. But that's the other thing too because they they always say it's the scariest movies of all time, but it's not like you can show someone every horror movie, you know? Yeah. I'd like to know a little bit more about how these studies are conducted. Can we I, get a I scientist do have on? <laughs> yeah. We get a scientist on?
2: That would be an interesting conversation, honestly. I don't know. All right, do I have to hit my damn button?
1: Now you can hit the button. Fuck me.
2: <laughs> Crazy idiot! Get the fuck out of here! Go back to turning tricks and old folk and you'll fade in the ass! Abaguli Mystery Corner, where our wonderful listeners send in, anonymously send in Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian. There's no horror tie in here. They're just buttholes and this is what they do. Uh, The memes go up on Patreon. We try and explain them on the show. Uh, I want to ask how many you have left, Cat, but. Like, do you have a ballpark of how many of these fucking things are left?
1: Uh, no, I can tell you that I have twelve in the old folder. Uh, I have not downloaded them for a while because I'm I'm still setting up the new phone. I, okay. I'm just trying to get through the old folder at this point. All right, it's gonna be Let's a couple see. months.
2: Right. <laughs> Let's see this shit. What the fuck? Oh, hell no okay how to piss off two nations at once I don't like this at all (laughs) it's it's craft macaroni it's ham craft macaroni and cheese sushi where did it come in that craft macaroni and cheese is Italian
1: the height of Italian culture is craft macaroni apparently that's
2: authentic Italian right Kiss my ass and It's it's craft macaroni and Cheese with what looks like chunks of Ham <laughs> Wrapped in you know sushi Seaweed and rolled and whatever the fuck And underneath it has an Italian Dude like a chef Loading <laughs> Penne into the Clip of a gun And what Looks like to be you know about to shoot Himself with it and, and to be honest I don't Blame him this is very Disrespectful to the culture. And uh underneath it ha- it also has Japanese which is someone stabbing themselves. Yeah, I I don't blame them for that either. It is equally disrespectful to Japanese people and Italian.
1: My my favorite part about this meme is that it's like a double Italian meme because it starts with the how to piss off two nations at once, yeah. but then the Japanese is just like the the sword uh, through the stomach, whereas the Italians has the penne gun, which I think is yeah. just like <laughs> it's an extra layer that I appreciate.
2: I don't appreciate it at all, actually, not at all, not one <laughs> no.
1: no,
0: I think the only Italian food we really eat in my house is Kraft macaroni cheese, and then Chef Boyardee on occasion. Rob,
2: Rob, 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 Rob.
0: huge clown penis. Stop.
2: Why? Why? It's not. That's American food. Kraft macaroni cheese. It's not Italian. It's American.
0: It's pasta.
2: So what? <laughs> it's Kraft Macaroni and cheese, dude. It's in a box with powdered cheese. Come okay, on. I, don't know,
0: I don't know why you're hating on Kraft Macaroni and cheese. It's delicious.
2: Uh, I don't like eating Kraft Macaroni and cheese. I will sometimes. Like If it's late and I got the munchies, I'll eat a box of Kraft Mac and cheese. No problem.
0: Well, next time you do it, slice up some ham and wrap it up in some seaweed and see how it tastes. <laughs> Kiss my ass disrespect where are my balls all right that's really annoying hey uh cat yeah do you like the 1979 movie the warriors i do did you know that tony danza turned down the role of swan in the Warriors so he could take the role on taxi instead
1: what an icon turning down roles like that Mm mm-hmm kick him in the dick
0: rob
2: I, we we had a conversation before we recorded. I don't remember if it was yesterday, the day before, or the day before that, where I said, don't do a danza this week. I told you that.
0: I know, but I told you I was preparing already. You shouldn't have. It takes hours for me to prepare these, Mikey.
1: I think you can tell from the quality of fun fact.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's riveting.
2: Uh also an update on the investigation for that um fleshlight gobble Gold mystery corner meme. Uh, there hasn't been much progress. I will say this. Uh oh, I gotta get my button ready. Will the thrill. Thrill me. He he offered his his assistance with you know the investigation and trying to figure out what happened. Uh that was very nice of Will. And Will will be working me and Will will be working side by side to get this this figured out and bring whoever did that atrocious meme to justice but i did let will know that he is also still a suspect (laughs) and and just because because you know that's the kind of thing like if somebody does something they kind of want to get on the side of trying to figure it out to throw someone off the trail Mm -hmm. it's nothing personal against will i don't think will did it but i had to be honest with him if we were going to have a working relationship and figuring this out i had to be open and i let him know he's still a suspect yeah but uh, Will did officially say he has never sent in a Gabagooly Mystery Corner meme. Is what he claimed.
0: All wow. right, all right.
2: And I, I would, I would like to think I could take Will's word for it. I think I can.
0: Yeah, maybe it's smart to keep him as a suspect though, because they say like serial killers will oftentimes involve themselves in the investigation. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know, man. I'm starting to think maybe it's Will.
1: Uh... <laughs>
0: You should have partnered with me because you know I didn't make it.
1: That's true. The one person you know didn't do it is Rob because he would have sent it right
0: away. I would have sent it directly to you. And also, there's no way I could have made that thing. And (laughs) the downside, though, is I would be a terrible partner because I don't care.
2: Yeah, I I did say that. I believe I said that to Will, or at least it went through my head. And I told him everybody's a suspect. And I might have just said in my head, except like two people. Because I know Rob would have sent it to me, and I know Allie would have sent it Huge, to me. Huge, brown penis. And, I, and that's it. Like everyone, else, I don't even know Cat is still a suspect as well, because Cat has slipped. Well, Cat's told me when she had one. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Cat's still a suspect. Everybody else is still a damn suspect. But um, yeah, so there's hasn't been much movement, uh, except Will has joined the fray of the, the Oompa Loompas and myself in trying to bring this... Um, This person to justice so i just wanted everybody to
1: know can't believe i'm not trusted on this show i don't cat i feel like
2: you would take credit for it but i don't know so i i don't want will to be a suspect either but you know here we are this is where we are now i don't like it any more than anyone else
1: that'd be the ultimate power move if i had been doing the gabagoolie mystery memes the entire
2: time holy fucking shit rob could you imagine (laughs)
0: That that would be funny. That would have been a funny reveal.
2: So,
1: how many weeks
2: are in a year,
0: guys? 50, uh,
2: 52, 52. fifty-two. Fifty-two. Well, could you imagine? We've been doing this over. Could you imagine if Cat has just supplied herself fifty-two <laughs> plus gobbledygully <gabagoolie> memes <laughs> all along? It's all just been her. That would be incredible. All right, Cat's even more of a suspect now. I'm not gonna lie. It's <laughs> the stock has ri- has risen for Cat's involvement in this either way I'm, I'm pissed off and thrown off now that's it for all the italian crap that's it for the news we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back with the apology fuck me and these gobagoli things it's getting ridiculous all right the apology cat you said i think last week the week before shit blends together uh, that you wanted to do this last year after you seen it from Christmas, right? Yeah, okay, why?
1: Um, and there's a reason for this. I so I think we've talked about this on the show before. I'm not a huge fan of Christmas horror, uh, that's mm-hmm. just not my favorite thing. I, I feel like, um, it, it is literally my favorite thing because of Jack Frost, but generally speaking, like it's not a category that I like much. Mm-hmm. Um, a, and I f- you like with the exception of Inside, which, um, also until last year, I did not consider Christmas horror. Um, the ones that I like are the really silly ones for the most part. Um, like there's Black Christmas, which I, I don't think of as silly, but it's still like a fun movie, you know. Uh, the, yeah. the thing that I really like about The Apology that I was really impressed with last year, because we got a lot of Christmas movies last year, like we watched a handful for the show uh there were a lot that were finally coming to streaming uh there were a lot that were released last year um it, like there was just it was everywhere i was getting really burnt out on the christmas horror uh but i was working on a list of like the best 2022 horror at the time so i was like so i saw that the apology came out it came out on like i saw it on the 26th and i was like god damn i thought i was out i thought i was done like i was really agitated that i had to watch another christmas movie and this one really stuck out for me because it was like the christmas element was incorporated it was plot relevant you could see it in like the scenery and the set designs and it had that kind of like lonely holiday feel that i feel is very poignant for horror uh it, it was like a grief horror piece but that's such a stark contrast to the other christmas things that we usually see in the genre um and it made me it helped with the burnout
2: quite a lot okay okay uh rob you uh you hopped into discord last night i had watched this already you Mm -hmm. had not and uh i was not that we would have talked about it anyway but you know i i just i i'm very interested to see what you think about it because obviously cat was looking forward to this for a year and i have i don't know if there are strong feelings about it but i'm very curious what you think about it what would you think
0: Well, what I learned from watching this movie is that Cat likes really boring stuff. Oh my god! This here, so here's the thing: this movie is it had a very steep hill to climb. In that, it is a movie that is essentially just two people in one location for the entirety. There's a a third character kind of comes in at some points too, but for the most part, it's two people and uh, a house for the entire runtime of the movie. There's a lot of talking. Um, when those movies are done well, they can be really, really good. The problem is anything that's not executed well um, can ruin the movie. And I thought the performances were great in this movie, um, which is is a big part of that equation. the The actors are really good, mm-hmm. but man, there was a lot in the script and the dialogue that I was just like, this isn't. It does. It did not hit the mark that it needed to, so it just failed as a movie, and it just became boring. All right, I like home invasion
2: movies a lot, and I don't know if this really counts as like home invasion. It gets, I don't know. The, it, if you've seen the movie, I think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> it's in that that neighborhood. If it's not there directly, this movie had me waiting. Or, I don't know, like I, I don't, it, it. I question if this is a full blown horror movie. It had tones, it had a lot of different things, it had that. Uh, but I it I, again. I was just kind of waiting, and it never got there. But the thing I will say is, like I'm not. This isn't going to be a shit fest on me about this movie. I, it kept me invested the whole time. And I was waiting. So it's like, it's not like I got mad and I was bored and, you know, like, where the fuck? But it just never quite got to where I was hoping it would get. Because like Rob said, it it the acting was great. I did have problems with the script as well. My first thoughts of this movie, like the, maybe like the first 15 or so minutes in, is it looks great. Cinematography, all that shit looked great. The acting is very good so far. And it looked Christmassy. Those are the things that you know really like the baseline of what you want for you know Christmas horror movie. I just don't think it fully got there. Cat is my thing.
1: On the rewatch, the one <clears> thing I do wish because I at, there was a year. Uh, in between me seeing this movie and me recommending this movie for the podcast on the rewatch I don't think it's as tense as I thought it was the first time um mm. oh, not as tense like it's still tense but I don't think it's like as I, w- I was like a lot more on the edge of my seat kind of tense uh the first time I watched it and this time I was more like invested in the characters kind of tense like it, it was a different experience for me. I do wish it had been a little bit scarier. Um, I, I just feel like we could have taken this concept a tiny bit further uh to make it more of a horror movie. But I, I do really like it like as a character piece. Um, yeah. I see what you mean though. Like it, it could have done more, I think. Yeah, as, I think as if a character piece, yeah. Too much. Like, it would have lost a lot of the groundedness uh, that made it feel kind of more realistic to me. Like, I, I don't think it could have been one of the... I This couldn't have gone the inside route, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it could have done a little bit more.
2: And that's the thing. It kind of was trapped in itself. You know, because it only had two characters throughout the whole... Really, three throughout the whole fucking movie. Uh, but then, but most of it's just the two, and you can't kill one of them, you know. And it's uh, I I just don't fucking know, man.
1: So I will say that is one of my um, <laughs> I, I was gonna say like guilty pleasures. I not guilty, but like that is something that I really like in movies. Um, because I I do watch movies mostly for the characters a lot of the time. So seeing one that was executed well, where it's like mostly dialogue, I thought was really good. I I know Rob said that it didn't hit the mark, but what really impressed me about the script for this one is that it felt like, like there's a weird dynamic at play. You know, it's not like a traditional horror where it's like, you know, here's one evil guy and here's, you know, our final girl and they're going to face off and have this long conversation. It's like, here is, a person in the family that you have like a really complicated history with and you're Mm -hmm. like friends you're close like they were romantic partners you know there's just like this connectedness and it feels like they have this history as they're talking you know that's just like that makes it really and and there's something I think that's really hard to do about that because like as as the like villainy is revealed there's still this element of like they have inside jokes and there's this kind of like weird chemistry between them. And it just like I it just worked for me. Like, I've never seen anything like that in a movie. I don't think
0: they did a good job with the relationship between the two characters, um, because when he first shows up at the house. I had no idea who this guy was, obviously. And then even as they're talking, they're just talking about people in the family, right? So like, I haven't seen Julie in forever whatever. And I'm trying (laughs) to figure out who this guy is to her. And it was, I couldn't figure it out at first. Like, it didn't make sense to me. And then as they go on and through the conversation, you start to understand how the two of them were related and the relationship that they had. And I thought that was really well done. Instead of her answering the door and being like, oh, it's Bob. (laughs) <laughs> My ex brother-in-law that I used to sleep with. How are you? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, they did. A, they did do a really good job at that. There's just something that's off. And, and I think in a movie, well, the degree of difficulty for a movie like this is extremely high and it's not usually done. It's very hard to do to do it well. You know, you think about a movie like Gerald's Game, yeah. which is done so well and has no business being as good as it is because Okay, hang on if
1: we start comparing movies to gerald's game nothing is ever going to clear that bar right but
0: it's but that's the thing but there are other movies that i think do it well too like the shallows i think is a great example of this where there's really there's just like one character in one location in that movie but it works um this one I, i there's just something about it that didn't quite work and it it it's it has to be the script and one is it it feels like they keep covering the same ground over and over again in their conversation which started to get kind of annoying to me um and two i felt like she was doing things that didn't make sense throughout the movie like her her half-assed attempts to escape this guy didn't didn't make a lot of sense to me because it does ultimately a movie like this is going to rely on two things and that is your script and your performances and the performances are fantastic there's everybody's terrific
1: i do really love the performances
0: yeah so it has to be the script's fault right <laughs> um <laughs> yeah there's also a weird edit and i don't know if it's just because of uh, i was looking at like hulu has little markers when you're watching movies um to show you where the ad breaks are going to be okay if you have ads in, in there And there was one set for right when they finish. It's kind of early in the movie. Like they're upstairs and she's coming out of the bathroom. Okay. And then there's a a weird cut to where they're immediately downstairs at the table in the kitchen. And I don't know if that's because Hulu put an ad break in there that That... actually didn't play. It just kept the movie kept going. So there were no commercials. But it just cut right away. And it's like a really awkward and weird cut.
1: That might have been a Hulu thing. I watched it from Shudder, so okay. uh, I did not notice that. I feel like I usually notice weird cuts.
0: See, and I rarely do. Like, uh, editing editing isn't something that normally jumps out at me, but when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? What did they do that? First of all, there was no reason to cut. They could have just shown them walking down the stairs into to the table.
1: There is a cut there, but I don't think it's like... I, I, it didn't strike me as abrupt.
0: Uh, I found it really jarring. I don't know.
2: I will say this, too, about kind of what Rob was saying. I do like that they didn't hit you over the head with explaining stuff, Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. I was a little lost because, I mean, well, he shows (laughs) up and, you know, you have to figure out who he is. Sure, I thought it was, like, her ex-husband. And then I I think it was he said niece. I was like, oh. And, uh, again, I was watching this at, like, I don't even remember what time. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Funny story, too, by the way, uh, we uh, like we mentioned earlier, we moved the recording the time around a little bit for some reason in my head. I was just like I thought I was done with everything I had to do for the show this week. <laughs> and Ali had said to me yesterday, by the way, what movie are you guys doing this week? And I went, <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't watch it yet. So like, fuck. Like, I thought it was a movie I had, like, watched already and I was prepared and just the time got moved. And I just got to show up. Dude, I would have been making the Zoom call today going, oh my God, no. <laughs> so that would have been awkward. But, yeah. anyways, I thought that was funny as shit. But I did end up watching it with Allie. Is she like was a little thrown off by the niece thing too? So I don't know if maybe it was just like us high as shit watching something at three o'clock in the morning.
0: No. Do you get that at all? I think it is a little confusing at first. Little, um, and I, then
2: it's whose brother Whose brother is he? Like her ex-husband or hers? I like, think he you know? was married
0: to her sister. Yeah, he was married right. to her
1: sister, but the two of them had had an affair. Yeah. Um, okay. It, and yeah,
0: It is confusing at first, but then I, I think that as the story plays, and that's why I like the way that they did it. Because as the story, as their conversation story sort of plays out, you start to be able to piece it together. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah which I like because most movies would just put it right out there they would just say who who it was and that's not how life works.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I wasn't super mad. I was just like confused because I thought mm-hmm. I knew it and then when niece I was like wait what? Yeah. It's
0: something
1: also- that I liked a lot. Um I don't think it threw me off much. I, but again this time around uh was my second time viewing it. So I knew going in who they were. I don't think I don't remember that confusing me. The last time I saw it, either. Uh, but I, I will say I did like that they made me wait for it a little bit because, like, they establish that the daughter is uh, the the big thing for her is like what has happened to her daughter. But they establish really early, and you know, you you assume as the audience that the daughter is dead because she's been missing for twenty yeah. years, uh, and, and mm-hmm. that's like the thing that you know before he shows up. It's one of the few things you know before this dude shows up, and it's like I think just. Uh, as someone that watches a bunch of these movies, I fully expected it to be the ex and him to be there to kill her. Um, (laughs) Like, uh, that's where I thought it was going when he first showed up at the door. It's like, okay. And then, you know, you're watching this conversation and I... I it was a very good subversion of that, I think. And it, I like movies. You, you guys know this. Um, I, I like movies that kind of toy with my expectations a little bit because it yeah. was also one of those where it's like, and then they sit down and they're having this conversation and it's like, okay, so it's great for, it's going to be like pretty straightforward. They're going to go through this thing. I thought there might be like a haunting element, maybe. Cause I I had no idea what this was going into it. And then like, when she goes to, like, try the phone and he's just sitting there, like, completely calm because he's already cut the line, you know, and you're like, how much did he plan this? <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, it just, it. I like how it toyed with my expectations there. It's I just... didn't,
0: they, again, I, I feel like the script was kind of weak in some areas because when he... Immediately when he, before I even understood who he was, when he said his truck broke down and he realized he was by her house and went, oh, that motherfucker's evil.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, that's a fucking bad excuse. You need to work on your lies, buddy.
1: For a point of reference, I think maybe I it was helped some by the fact that I watched it when it came out because I was like hot off of that barbarian hype where it was like you expected the guy to be evil and then he wasn't. Uh, and they toyed with that for a long time in the first act of Barbarian, because I had yes. I I was just like I I don't know maybe I believe the guy. Now.
0: <laughs> like yes,
1: yeah. for yeah, for clarification,
0: mad. this movie is not as good as Barbarian. Oh
1: no, uh-huh. I'm not going to say it's anywhere near as good as Barbarian, <laughs> but just like I I it was a point in time where it was like I was very doubtful of my own, you know,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. like yeah. right. preconceptions yeah. there. It is fitting that this movie is titled "The Apology," and it's the one that we're doing this week because we do owe our listeners again an apology for how terrible this show is is going to be. <laughs> the show is not terrible.
2: I, I will say this: I, I'm not mad at that. Like, I mean, yeah, it's a horror movie. That that's going to happen. That's whatever. I he felt harmless enough, which didn't hurt it that bad. The thing that got me the balls of this fucking guy, though, not for nothing. Like the balls, he shows up unexpected in a blizzard and tries to bang her too on top of everything my thought process with it is like you know hindsight after the movie or at least halfway through what the fuck was his plan was he like what if he did get some poom poom would he have not told her
1: that's the thing that like i thought about a long time after i had seen this movie because it was like i wonder if i And this might just be me having a low opinion of fictional men. I think maybe he thought he could fix her. Like, he's like, he sees this interview that she gives where she's like, I'm still hoping after 20 years. And he's like, maybe if I'm in a relationship with this woman, she won't think about the dead daughter so much. And then when it becomes apparent to him, he's like, "Okay, plan B, at least I brought that French notebook. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, she's lucky that when she answered that door wasn't Jigsaw on the other side, wanted to know why she was still sad about her dead
1: daughter. So <laughs> I would watch that too. <laughs> but it was just
2: like so that that's a good point, Cap. I didn't think of that. Because he, he tries to bang her and
0: he for, for anyone who hasn't but seen But that's movie, not brave, Mikey. I mean, it's you saw the weather outside and he got in the house. I mean, that's a pretty easy deal to close. No,
2: look. <laughs> I'm not mad at him for, tr- well, I mean, I guess given all the scenario, yeah, that's a fucked up move. But I'm saying in general, that was his move. He had this to tell her and he's going to try and bang her. And then when she says no, he goes, fine. Like, what? What, <laughs> what a response. Like, fine. Now I have to do this.
1: Well, fine. Now I'm going to ruin your night.
2: <laughs> I'm going to ruin your whole fucking life and have it come crashing down on Christmas Eve.
0: The thing that doesn't make any sense to me is that he's he's committed what is essentially the perfect murder, and he's gotten away with it for 20 years and finally decides to show up at her doorstep one day and unburden himself. It makes no sense.
2: That's the thing, too. That was the other part of the balls of it, because that was ballsy enough, trying to bang this girl and then whatever. Uh, oh, and before I move away from it, when someone has to tell you something and they take a knife out of your hands.
0: <laughs> Stab them. Don't let go of that fucking knife. That's right, you stab them. Just don't even right. want to hear what they have to say. Just stab them. <laughs> and I will say this, too. When he took the knife from her.
2: understand, Understood she's holding a very big knife, and you're telling her very bad news. Understood. <laughs> you're going to tell a woman any bad news, and she's holding a knife you want to remove. Understood. But when he turned around and took the other knives, it's like, we got to get rid of all of them. That shit was funny as fuck. That was ballsy enough. Then afterwards, or no, before that even, He's telling her, like, you know, all the shit about how she needs to just get over it and whatever. Like, how the fuck do you walk into somebody's house with that? Even if that's the point you were trying to get across the way he was saying it. And then after all that, he's like doing the poor me thing. Like, I came here and I did this and you don't I, feel bad for me. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? <laughs> the absolute. I agree with you. The balls of this dude. But I do. think Elephant like, balls It it proves the point a little bit that he's unhinged because he's like, okay, plan A, I'm gonna seduce her. (laughs) Plan B, I'm gonna tell her the truth after I take away all the knives. But then he's (laughs) like, but he wavers a little bit in between where he's like, okay, so the seduction isn't going well. Maybe I can just talk her into moving on. Like, (laughs) yeah. um, I, I think it's like him kind of dragging his feet about it where he's like, if I can talk her into moving on, because then he presses her way too hard about that convert. Like, if he had yeah. had nothing to do with it, if he had just been like a normal ex-brother-in-law or whatever, and he shows up, that is a weird-ass conversation for him to have had because um, he just pushes way too hard. But I, I do think that's supposed to, like, especially on the repeated viewing, because I remember the first time being like, Oh, he killed that kid. <laughs> like this yeah. is not gonna go well. Um, but like this time around, watching it, knowing where the movie was headed, uh, it it was one of those things where it's like I think he really, really just did not want to tell her. Where it's like I think he was just delusional. There was part of his brain that was like, if I tell her to move on, I never have to tell her I did it. We can be like in love. Uh, I can hook up with her. You know, like it's gonna be fine. Uh, and I'll just take this to my grave. And then, like, once she says, like, once she answers that he has to, like, that she would just want to know all the details, uh, then he tries even harder to <laughs> seduce her before backing out. Um and kind of admitting that that's where he is and i think it's also why he because there's that scene too where he presses her about the revenge fantasy in the beginning too which makes sense once you know that he wants to like he doesn't want any consequences from this he wants to die like he wants to be with her or he just wants the easy out like he doesn't want cops involved in this so it's like he doesn't want to suffer I think he's kind of hoping that the revenge fantasy is just to shoot him in the face. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, and then again, I'm not killing it over that. Like it, cause it, in a way it felt somewhat real. Cause you know, like that's very hard information to give, yes. you know? And like, you shouldn't, it shouldn't feel formulaic. Like it should be all over the place. You should be nervous. It should be awkward. You know, it was just it stuck. I was just sitting there going the balls of this fucking guy. <laughs> uh what uh the, the reveal of the information, I mean, I it's hard for me to hear the things he said. And you know, like I guess it's supposed that that's maybe the thing. The the tone of what he revealed, and uh for anyone again who's new, we're trying to dance around spoiling as much as we can, but we're gonna just talk about it. So yeah, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, it might not make total sense. So go and see the movie. But uh, you know, the reveal obviously—you no,
0: could just not. <laughs> it's a movie you should see. It's not
2: that. It's
1: bad. a good movie.
2: It's a. It's a good movie. His reveal, obviously, what he did to his niece, this woman's daughter, it's, you know, it's uncomfortable, extremely, you know? And I feel like if they did a better job, and I wonder if this would have helped Rob too, if they did a better job of matching the tones of things being uncomfortable throughout the movie with other stuff, it might've made it better because you hit that high with, Oh my God, he did this shit to that girl. And then like the rest of it's kind of mid, as far as what
0: happens, do you think that would have helped Rob? I don't know. I mean, I, I, there were so many things that, that kind of, you like, so she has him in the basement tied up, right?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she shoots
0: him in the leg or whatever. And then, at some point, he he fights his way out of the restraints, holding him in the chair, and she runs out of the room. She, like, runs upstairs. But then she just runs and hides in, like, her daughter's old bedroom. Like, bitch, he's hobbled, shot, trying to get up those stairs. Run out the front door. Your best friend lives across the street. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah. There was just a lot of dumb stuff. And why why does she live in a house where none of the doors or windows open?
1: He had jammed the doors. I I don't know what was going on with the windows.
0: Leslie Vernon.
1: So It was
0: very, like, just a lot of really annoying stuff to me.
1: In terms of, like, what he had done to the daughter, the one thing that I think would have made this movie better for me, and it would have been a controversial direction to take it in, but when he starts, like, when he starts telling her this, his whole thing is that the daughter kissed him. Uh that's how it starts. And I think there's something that scene made me more uncomfortable than like by the end when he confesses. And I I think we were talking about how this movie could have just hit it a little bit harder and been a little bit scarier. I think the thing that would have made this more scary for me is if he had like gone to his grave insisting that she had initiated it. Like, because I first of all, I think it's a little bit more. Realistic, I, I think once you're the kind of person that does that, you're maybe not the kind of person that backs down on that story. Um, right.
0: And it also seems like that kind of person is, it, at some point, maybe he's convinced himself that that's what had happened. I mean, like it's been maybe he years. believes
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's looking back at this memory like through a version that he's told himself all this time. Right. Um, I think it would have been a little bit more believable. I think it would have been a little bit uncomfortable. I think the implication still would have been there that she did not initiate it but i think just that like little tiny bit of doubt would have made it a much more psychologically uncomfortable film um as we watch um like the main character kind of grapple with her sanity over this information like uh, that's that's kind of the one thing that i think i would have changed about this Yeah. And, you know,
2: honestly, that that was a big part of it, too. I don't feel like she was confined enough in that situation for it to be super realistic. Like she knew where he was at certain points and she could there's her friend is across the street. Like just across the street, like not it's not even a street, you know, like she could have made it over there for sure. Even if he was chasing her and he was hobbled like that. She still could have made it over, you know, and at least banged or on the door or something.
0: She could have gone for her cell phone instead of going to hide somewhere.
2: Uh, I I, I like what you say about
0: her just going across the street. No, that's what I would have done. But I yeah. mean, just going to hide in your daughter's room—that what what did that accomplish? Nothing. Just you know, she she has a cell phone. Go for that because he didn't. He can cut the landline. He can't cut that. He didn't call Verizon have him cut your service off.
1: I'm not going to say that her decision was the smartest decision because it wasn't. I do think her decision is the decision that in the moment I might have made because telling me to go out into a storm to try and get across the street in a sweater and like slippers is not going to be an option I'm going to take. And also, butt naked
2: running down that fucking even though it's
1: even though it's really silly, I would worry about exposure. Like just like in the moment, I'm not sure I'd have the like time or willpower to convince myself, "Hey, you're not going to die of exposure going across the street." Like I'd be like, "There's a storm. I'll die if I go outside." And then it's like it's a matter of, do I trust myself more to hide with a weapon and wait for him to come in? Or do I trust my phone to work in a storm? And I don't know how reliable her phone is. Mine is not. I, I would I would trust myself with a hockey club more than I would trust my phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and again, maybe it's I feel like it's a couple of things they could have did better to get there and make it more where you don't think about that stuff. If she was more injured or, you know, and some shit had happened a little more throughout, which, you know, kind of goes into maybe it being more of a horror movie and You know, it being believable why she didn't go to get try and get help or, you know, whatever else. It's just this movie missed a couple of things that I think would have made it really good. And, you know, that's just one of them.
1: That is the thing that is frustrating about this movie, especially on the rewatch. It is almost really, really good. And it wouldn't have taken a lot. It it would have just taken like a few small tweaks to get it where it needed to be. Um, there there is some lost potential in this one. But I'm not mad at what they gave me. Also,
0: can we say that filmmakers need to put Janine Garofalo in more movies?
1: Yes. Please
0: <laughs> yeah. give us more Janine Garofalo.
1: That's that's my real takeaway from this movie, yeah. actually.
0: She's 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 always been amazing, and I feel like she's never gotten uh, the attention that she deserves. She, she was great in this. That's the kind of friend you need to get, by the way. Everybody needs a friend like that. Yes. Dude, oh, <laughs> when, when
2: that girl ran in and she's tying him to that bed, <laughs> and she, does, she doesn't ask one fucking question and just starts tying that motherfucker up with her, mm-hmm. dude, I laughed. So I'm like, damn, she is a real one. Yep, Goddamn. That's damn. the kind
0: of friend <laughs> everybody needs.
2: And then she asks... What can I do to help? Well, you just tied him up there. like, what else (laughs) could you do? Like, damn.
1: (laughs) And my favorite part of that scene, too, because I feel like there have been movies where the best friend just like hops on board. You know, you can see the confusion and the panic and the like, is my friend going crazy doing like a little murder here? And she still chooses not to ask questions (laughs) and tie him up. (laughs) That's an exceptional performance from Janine.
0: Yeah. And, and I thought I thought the movie was it could have gone a really bad direction there where when when they finally when the moment kind of settled a little bit. Yeah. And Janine Je- Garofalo's character could have said, you know, what the hell's going on? And she could I thought she was going to say, hey, he killed my daughter. And yeah. then she was going to assume her friend was going crazy. Yes. You know, because this obviously me. her friend's been obsessed for 20 years or whatever. And this was just the thing um but it didn't go that way and i appreciated that at least it didn't do that because that would have been terrible there
1: were a lot of so again there were things that could have done better this was a minefield of things that could have gone bad very quickly and i feel like it dodged a lot of like i i feel like it dodged all the big ones like having the friend think she was crazy um it no extra uh, this there are a lot of movies that start with this like really intimate psychological premise. And then by the end, you know, like the police have come and have been shot. And, you know, the, the killer has accidentally killed like six other people. And he's like, I never wanted to hurt anyone. I just came here to talk to you. You know, like there were mm-hmm. just there were a lot of those tropes that this movie just kind of like sidestepped. It's just like, nope.
2: <laughs> yeah, no and, and uh, uh, another thing that was um i think kind of points to what rob was saying with the you know the script and and all that stuff shortly after the, the scene where she was just tying him up or whatever uh it, it was just a moment that stuck out to me where uh, uh i forget exactly what what's her name was doing but uh uh what was her gretchen was her name in the in the movie yeah or gretchen yeah She's pointing the gun at him and he breaks out and attacks her. And like that scene, it just didn't sound good. Cause then what's her name runs in and she's like, get off her, leave her alone. It's like, why are you saying that? He's not gonna fucking listen to you. Like, what do you, it, it just, again, it sounds small, but it was little things like that where it's just those in between th- scenes where things are happening and they should have not said anything at all. Like, struggle would have been fine, yelling, screaming, whatever. And I'm not crucifying the movie for it, but it just, it took me out of the moment a little. And I didn't like that because, because a lot of it was, was real.
1: On the contrary side of that, I, that was a moment that I really liked. There were a lot of really awkward kind of moments in this that made the movie feel more real for me. Um, And I think more immersive because that's the kind of, I don't know how many times a day. I say something really dumb just because, like, I don't know what else to say. And I think high pressure situations like that, like, what do you say in a situation like that? You know, it might have been a little bit more tense if she had said nothing. But there's just kind of that element of realism and the how I love how dopey he looks when they've tied him up the second time. Like, these are two people that have (laughs) obviously never planned on tying a man to a bed that's injured like and here they're doing it anyway and it's very like off the cuff i also and this is going to sound mean there's no way to make it not sound mean uh but i really liked it i like that the daughter's not good at singing or writing (laughs) songs i love that it's like this (laughs) meaningful thing because she was in the family and she's gone now but Mm -hmm. like they did not get a good singer to like, she's not a professional singer, you know. It's no. just like she's passionate about this, and and again, it's just like the level of realism there where it's just like, I feel like this could be real, I feel like this could be actually happening right
0: now. Yeah, she started playing that song, that tape of her daughter <laughs> singing, and I was like, Oh, you should have recorded over that years ago. <laughs> like, and
1: it sounds mean, uh, to, to point it out, but again, like, yeah. realistically. A lot of people's daughters just aren't that good at singing. That's what it would I sound like if included. I if, if I had recorded <laughs> my songs as a teenager. Yeah. You know, like uh, my mom would have been stuck listening to that shit for twenty years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, that was it was bad. They needed to run a magnet over that tape and forget it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it worked for me. Like all of these little awkward moments. Uh, yeah, that was it good. it. Just kind of worked. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it felt real. And that that's kind of what's like so much of it felt real, you know? Cause yeah, that that's true. Um and another it's like, thing I that
1: think, oh just okay, to wrap okay. that up, I feel yeah. like you could point to any one of these like weird random things and be like, they shouldn't do that in a movie. And if this were like a really super polished movie, like Gerald's game or Rob's gonna get yeah. irritated here in a minute, but Hush, like that would have <laughs> stuck out like a sore thumb. Because it's yeah. just like awkward and it like almost immersion breaking, but I feel like as a collection of awkward moments, it really added to the experience for me.
2: Yeah. 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 Another thing I didn't I wasn't crazy about was him just popping out of those traps. Well, not traps, but you know, being tied like the yeah, zip that tie. That more. is
1: my biggest complaint. He
2: broke out. Yeah. When yeah, he did he it the first right time,
1: I was like, maybe. But when he did it the second time, I was like, there's no way this old man <laughs> is going
2: to do this. No. No. And, and okay, th- to circle around to the end of that, when he did it the first time, pissed me off. Zip ties, dude. Really? You'd, unless, he brought them. They might have been fucked up. That's a stretch. I don't know. It pissed me off. I'm like, really? That's it? And again, that's something that could have maybe him, his struggle of getting out. Because she went upstairs, and he's screaming. she comes right back down
0: yeah
2: you know like you could have had a moment with him where he's you know struggling with that or you know and trying to get out you just could have did that a little better to where it wouldn't have you know hurt it as bad
0: but then also giving more time there would have been more effective because she comes she comes right back down right right like see it yeah. doesn't feel so good when you're screaming and nobody's listening or whatever. It's like, well, maybe you should have stayed up there for a few minutes at least, damn.
1: <laughs> See, you know what phone. I yeah. You
2: know what I felt like for those 20 years in that 10 seconds, buddy, huh? You like that, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, her point was kind of stepped on there. Yeah. But
2: then they tie him, he gets off the second time they tie him up, and then the third time he's just stuck there forever. Look, my daughter had one of those canopy beds. All right, there is nothing that oh, if there was one thing in that fucking house, he could have broke out of is one of those cheap ass fucking canopy things. That thing looked like it was from Bob's furniture, and there is no way that he would have not been able to break off of that goddamn thing. And I, I, again, it, it it's it sounds like something dumb to complain about because you're talking about a horror movie. But it's I think more about the little things they could have done instead. That would have made it so much better and it would have went a long way. And again, it goes to this movie almost being there, dude, almost being there. So close.
1: It's so close. Rob doesn't think so, but I, I do think it's really close and it it does frustrate me for as much as I do enjoy this movie. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I was a little bit afraid going into it that I wouldn't like it as much because I'm in such a different mindset We're at the beginning of the holiday season, I haven't gone through my Christmas burnout yet. Um, I, I was worried I was going to have a different opinion. I really like it on the second watch as well. It does commit the biggest sin of not quite living up to its potential. Like it would, all of these would have been such easy fixes, you know, that's
2: what annoys me the most. That's
1: frustrating.
2: Yeah. It would have cost any other mo- amount of money. None. But
1: no, that's the thing. Like, the, yeah. it, it wouldn't have taken a higher budget. It wouldn't have taken, right. like, a ridiculous amount of time in editing or, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it would have taken one more pass on the script and they could have fixed a lot of small issues. Um yeah. Yeah, that that is frustrating, but I but the performance is really. We we talked about Janine Raffaoni's being more horror movies. I would also watch Anna Gunn in more stuff. I think she gave an incredible performance in this movie. And it's one that she pretty much had to carry herself, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah she's really good in it.
1: And she did so good.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't have a tremendous
2: amount and honestly that's another thing. I didn't take a ton of notes throughout this. Because, you know, I was kind of just invested in what was going on and, and kind of, you know, looking to see what would happen and, and all that. So it, it wasn't a movie I took a ton of notes on. So uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to hit?
1: The one other thing that I wanted to talk about, the the one note that I took that we didn't cover. And I'm I'm glad this was a rewatch because I don't think I would have taken any notes <laughs> had I not yeah. known what was going in. Um, but. The one note that we didn't cover is just we were talking about the minefields. The one I didn't bring up, I really thought that he was going to successfully lure her back downstairs by burning that notebook. <laughs> mm, <laughs> like, no. I've just seen that so many times. Yeah, and I, I was, wondered like, about that. that. I think it was a really good moment, though, that it's just him being like, that was my favorite part of his performance in this movie, I think, was just like him kind of taunting her with it and then being really sad to let it go like i it it added a little bit of depth to his character and i i like that she didn't fall for the trap a oh, good moment yeah yeah it, it had a
2: lot of good moments this thing man it truly really did rob i know you love this thing so you didn't have anything <laughs> else to get to huh? Right? no uh do you want to move into trivia facts and all that stuff and reviews
1: yeah um so here's a fun thing uh, about the ratings for this they have dropped significantly since last year this was actually when we covered our uh when we had that changing rotten tomatoes list that we did last year for the highest rated horror movies of 2022 this was right near the top it had like a 90 i i don't remember the exact number it was at like a 91 or two um like it was really highly rated it was in the top 10 horror movies of the year. Um it has dropped like a fucking brick. Like apparently people do not think this has aged well. It was one of the reasons I was kind of afraid to watch it going in. It has a 52% on the tomato meter and an audience score of 41%. So it's okay. it's dropped like 40% <laughs> since God it came damn. out. Uh, has that been
2: happening? I feel like that's a lot. You've that's not the first time you've said that.
1: No, happened. It, yeah. it has happened quite a few times uh, with some mm. of our recent movies. Uh, I think this might be the highest drop, though. Um, yeah. And then we have a... that It's pretty in line with the IMDb score. Uh, I will say, last year, this was not doing as well on IMDb already, but it has fallen down to a 5.1. Um, I've got some reviews for it. Um... <laughs> Starting with our uh, bad review for this, Uh, one out of 10, don't bother. After 20 minutes, I simply decided not to suffer any more of this boring conversation. I've seen some tedious movies, but oh my, this one is right there at the top. There's nothing to get interested about. I mean, absolutely nothing. Just boring people talking boring things to each other. The acting seemed very strange. Uh, I guess it would be with basically no script or plot to speak of, but seriously, it is so bad. The snow thunder or whatever it is makes no sense. What kind of electric system does this house have? That's not how electricity works. Lightning does not make the electricity pause for a minute. So this dude was pissed about,
0: <laughs> I guess. about the
1: house. Um, and I, I don't think <laughs> because that's the end of the review, I don't think he finished it. I think No,
0: <laughs> no. And, and I'm sorry, you're not allowed to review a movie you haven't finished.
1: No, I don't like think that's you should just be dumb. Allowed no.
0: to. Yeah, that's just dumb. And uh, by the way, thunder snow is something that actually does exist and is extremely cool.
1: Uh, not according to this guy. That it's, was it, yeah. The rage it is quit uh, it is a
0: rare weather <laughs> phenomena, but it is it is extremely cool. Hmm.
1: I do wish they had show. Well, that would have affected the budget. I would have liked to see the snow thunder in the movie. Um,
0: yeah. yeah I'm guessing they you know, <laughs> they play I, you know this movie is it doesn't there's no way it costs a lot of money to make um I mean what you got to pay the three actors and i'm I'm guessing that's probably somebody's house you know
2: <laughs> nice house though
0: yeah probably like the director's parents house or something you know yeah
1: um this next one I pulled uh because it I felt summed up a lot of the positive reviews of the movie. Uh, this pretty much encapsulates everything that was repeated in the like eights through tens. A fantastic, challenging film. I recently saw a clip of Patty LaPone lamenting that America's stupidity is evident even on Broadway, as the most prestigious stage in the nation has given way to the works which do not challenge the audience. Uh, rather, every production is something safe, a story that the theater goer already knows uh, through some form, through some other form of popular culture. Too few are the stories that truly challenge us, and The Apology is one of those stories. Uh, It can be bleak and brazen at times, but overall it's quite bold. It took my... It took myself some time to formulate how I felt about it, as the emotional narrative swings like the Caped Crusader through light and shadow, keeping me a little off guard. The acting is incredible. The writing is phenomenal. Perhaps a few more dollars could have been thrown toward a snow budget. But aside from that, the only real (laughs) criticism I can muster is that the cinematography was not as daring as the story itself. Why was this a film and not a stage play, I find myself asking, repeated, a la Misery 1990. The Apology could easily have been adapted for the theater and would have been a better format for the tale. The film is human to its core, but and that is what makes it great.
0: I did wonder when I was watching it if it was like based on a play.
1: I wondered the same thing, and a lot of the people who really liked this were like, this should be a play. <laughs> it would work, yeah. yeah. Um, which I think is why we don't see more movies like this. I'm really glad that we got, uh, I know we keep talking about it, but I'm really glad we got Gerald's game because it's like, we get so few of those movies. That's just like one or two characters in a really isolated location, not moving around a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I think those shine really well in theater, which is why we don't get more movies like that. Uh, but I do kind of agree with this criticism also, um, that because it was a movie it should have been it should have utilized movie mechanics a little bit more right uh, well, it, the opening and closing cinematography was gorgeous but like the editing was nothing special you know the i don't know
0: yeah that's the the problem with movies like that when you're set in a one location right like you've yeah. got to find ways to make it look interesting
1: and and that was the one thing like you can tell they tried uh especially at the beginning and end, but I agree with the criticism. Um, And then the other, I I did pull one final review. It's also a positive review that just, it, it mostly talks about the budget, a perfect example of a minimal budget, not being an issue whatsoever. I find it very refreshing when a movie just wants to tell a good story. The apology is the kind of movie you can make on a minimal budget with the one setting and very few cast members. And if you do it right, it can be infinitely more captivating than a 200 million dollar budget film uh the film flew by i couldn't believe it had been 90 minutes when the credits started to roll it was very well paced especially considering a lot of the movie is just based around conversational dialogue there are one or two spots where it might lose your attention for a minute or two but for the most part i was hooked um i had a really good time with this and would recommend it so uh which i thought Which I included because I thought it was kind of the counterpoint to the this should have been a play Mm -hmm. where someone is like, we can make things for lower budget, which also, Mm -hmm. especially this year, I I think it's gotten more relevant in 2023 where it's like we have these movies, Exorcist Believer being one, uh, where you just have to, it's such an incredible, like, uphill battle to fight because you have to incorporate the budget. Uh, Like into the box office for it to not be a huge loss, you know, where we're spending this much money on rights and effects and and stuff. And it's just like, you know, this was something that was lower budget and and just works, you know? Yeah. Mm. Well,
0: (laughs) are you guys ready for trivia?
1: Yes, Yes, sir.
0: All right. Well. Don't get too excited because there is exactly one trivia fact about this God movie. Damn. <laughs> okay, right. uh, listed be on good. IMDb. Also, I could not find a budget for it, and or, nor like a box office. I'm assuming it didn't play theaters. I don't know that though.
1: I think it might be a Shutter original, right? Um. Oh, is oh no, because so, it's on Hulu. Never mind.
0: Uh. Yeah, uh, there is a Shutter production slate before it though, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Like I don't. I don't know how those deals work. You know. I don't either um that's apparently why hush disappeared from netflix their rights to it ended Mm. so it just doesn't exist anymore they need Um, to pick that shit back up though man what you're telling me
1: is that i need to get a physical copy of the apology before it well
0: unless it's like hush and they never made a physical copy i can't understand why they're
1: talking about it though
0: they need
2: to i'll i'll get it in a heartbeat
0: they yeah. still yeah. there's still no official physical release of barbarian I, which is right cuz fucking blowing. disney yeah
2: it's hard it's not mind blowing man physical media is going away, also, don't spoil, you go away. Is, i don't want to spend the money
1: disney is i don't like it disney is vicious about that stuff i yeah. like because they know they've always been this way where it's like they do the 25 anniversary, like from the vault thing yeah. where they sell a bunch of stuff and then they make it more scarce. So to trick you into buying their subscription services.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, the one fact about this movie uh, is that uh, there's a moment where the characters talk about the safety setting on the gun. Janine Garofalo's character says right here, asshole. It's the same line is said in the film Scream by Courtney Cox's character Gail Weathers when she is holding a gun. Janine Garofalo was reportedly up for the role of Gail Weathers. God
2: oh, damn it. that's Yeah. Fun. Scream. I like so that. There you go. Yeah. That is it. What that a is.
1: different franchise Scream would have been though if Janine Garofalo had been Gail Weathers.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I-, I was gonna say it would have been better but I don't know. I do like Courtney Cox. She's good. And
2: she brought a star factor to it, which isn't always great, but, you know. it Yeah,
1: I, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it would have been, like, better or worse. It right, just would have been right. very different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> could have been better. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, that, Maybe that's the beauty June and could have married David Arquette. Mm, <laughs> I don't think she would have
2: left him. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, Portnoy time. This is going to be rough uh i feel like cat's gonna be the highest so she should probably go last right rob i'm
1: definitely gonna be the highest on this
2: all right that's so, fair enough
1: that yeah, would be this... hilarious if rob was somehow the highest on this if rob was <laughs> like i hated it it was bad and boring cat likes terrible movies eight
2: <laughs> he kind of did that with the leprechaun a little bit <laughs> and you gave that 7.2 rob you give that movie a lot of shit important paranormal activity you gave uh you gave a 5.9. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. Uh I, so I struggled with uh with port knowing this thing. Cause it's it's just I don't want to give it a low score, but you know, like it I, I want to be fair with it. And I think that the number I'm I'm landing on officially is probably going to be a five point one. And I forget which one it was. I think you said IMDb was 5.1. And I was struggling. It was going to be a low five regardless. I was thinking about a high four, but I couldn't. I didn't want to give it under a five. But you know what? Just over is good because they did a lot of stuff well. But again, the fact that they, the little things they could have did wouldn't have taken much annoys the shit out of me. And when you... Like, if when I'm looking at something and I think it's really good, I want to try and make it better, you know? And I I can't, it, it annoys me that they seen all the good shit they did throughout all this, and they didn't sit and think, okay, you know, it needs just this. We could just do that, and they didn't do it. So, you know, a little bit more hard. And another thing, nobody died in this fucking thing. I mean, the little girl died, but that was 20 years ago. Nobody died. He didn't die. Yeah. The friend didn't die. Nobody fucking died, which is a little annoying as well. <laughs> so five point one officially is where I'm landing. All
0: right. Um,
2: Rob's gonna be a dick.
0: This movie, the degree of difficulty for for this film was was very high, and I, I recognize that, uh, but I also recognize the fact that they they fell short of the mark for me. Um, I wish I do wish I liked it more. I do think the performances were really good, but I, I do think the the cinematography was a little stagnant and uh, didn't do enough to make it uh, interesting visually. I think there were there were too many script problems and things that I just found uh, slight annoyances more than anything else, I guess. Um, and I got bored. I just found it kind of boring. Uh, so I I give it a three point three. Wow. Okay.
2: That's a little rough, man. Damn, Kat, what are you doing here?
1: Um, I'm going to give it much higher than that. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> I really like this one. Um, I, I will say I didn't like it as much this year as I liked it last year. I do think it's the perfect like if you're like me and you're getting. Y- you're creeping up. It's like Christmas Eve, you know, and your family's trying to get you to watch a Christmas movie and you're all Christmased out. Uh I cuz I very often I burn out before the end of the season and this is like the perfect movie for that. Uh it's not as good at the start of the season, but I I still like it. I think it's solid. I love the performances. I do think they hit the mark overall. It frustrates the hell out of me that this isn't, you know, like a better movie than it is, but I'm still gonna give it a 7.2. I had a good time watching it again.
2: God damn. That's a uh, Rob 7.2. Strong. I know I heard her. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: Sound so bad about it. All right. Uh not approved. This one's landed at on a 5.2. Damn Rob, three point three. That's right.
0: I disagree with that. One. It's not. I look, I acknowledge that what they tried to do was difficult, but if you if you can't do it, then don't do it.
1: I think they did it for the most part. They couldn't do it. It's not perfect, but I think they. I think more or less they accomplished what they were trying to do.
2: All right. Well, we'll see what the patrons do next week. If they go with the Killing Tree movie, the then Nesto keeps haunting me with. I think we're safe. But no, if they're we're not. They they're gonna
0: beat us no matter what. I, I don't think beat that's this.
1: true. I, here's the uh, again. There are a couple exceptions that are like mid-fun Christmas movies. We're out of the good ones. We've done the good ones already. We have Santa Jaws. Like what? What more are we gonna what do?
2: <laughs> Santa Jaws being the
1: one. We we've watched both Jack Frost's. Where
0: we're, no, that we're is at true. the
1: bottom of the barrel. Like I. <laughs>
0: And it's true. They can't pull Santa Jaws out on us. Cats had
2: the best one and didn't mention Black Christmas even <laughs> once. Santa Jaws and both Jack Frost movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So next week we'll see what the patrons do. Uh the, the Christmas battle moves on. Uh check out the show at Slasher Radio. Make sure to follow us there on Twitter and uh patreon.com forward slash slasher radio. Tears starting to $3 a month. Get an extra show every week starting at the fucking tier two, along with, uh, you know, Easter egg stuff. All the gobbledgly crap goes up on there. Just anything extra from the show uh, that goes up there. And uh, you can check me out, Mikey's Dead. Salute whoever sneezed. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> you can check me out at Mikey's Dead. Uh, you could also check out Cult FM, the other show that I do with Little Miss Huge Clown Huge Penis. Clown Penis. Allie Surreal. We did not have a show this week. That's kind of my fault. We'll be back next week on there. Uh, we might be doing like a 12 days of Christmas thing. I think, although I don't, I don't know if they're going to be 12 days of Christmas left by the time it comes out. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's it. Rob, what about you?
0: You can find me um, on Twitter at radio, Rob one, two, three. Um, you can also listen to the other shows that I do with Kath, and Nick fucking woo Cagecast. cast. It is Nick F and woo. Uh, if you're searching for it, uh, wherever you find podcasts, wherever you're listening to slasher radio And uh, Kat was not feeling well last week, so we did not do an episode, so we are still going to be uh, releasing our episode on Kiss of Death.
1: Yes, I had no voice uh, on our recording day last week, so Kiss of Death, take two.
0: (laughs) And uh, also, um, just allow me again to apologize for myself and my co-host. This show was not very good, and uh, that's unfortunate, but it happens from time to time. Son of a bitch.
2: Also, uh, too, by the way, the is coming up uh, starting in January, so uh, Mm -hmm. we're working diligently on that, as uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you all could imagine. And uh, make sure you... that Now is the time to follow us on social media so you'll be able to vote. We have no say in this. This is all up to you guys, so I don't want to hear... If you didn't vote, I don't want to hear any bitching. (laughs) If you voted, you you gotta vote to bitch. And everybody loves to bitch, myself included. I am a professional bitcher but i don't make sure i do what i gotta do to be able to bitch so you gotta get your vote in make sure you follow us on twitter for that um yeah i think that's it for slashy stuff uh cat what about you
1: uh you can find me on twitter at cat underscore velour v-o-l-e-u-r you can check out my website catvelour.com i have books you can give everyone a copy of puppet shark for christmas i know you want to do that
2: (laughs) Yeah. I still don't understand why. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Like everything else kinda of <laughs> I'm sure of it. But I just don't understand why.
1: It's puppet chart Why not? <laughs> because I couldn't get the rights to Santa Jaws. Somebody else has those.
2: Oh no, who who got their hands on that? The <laughs> treasure trove of Santa Jaws. Ah, check us out next week, guys. Good night from Slasher Radio. Fucking Santa Jaws will not go. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast.